This is the Comedy Kiosk podcast by Monday and Munoz. Please welcome Monday and Munoz. Hello and welcome to the Comedy Kiosk, a podcast in which we discuss news, opinions, and ideas about comedy. I'm Igor Monday. And I'm David Munoz. And today we will talk about a topic that David actually proposed and came up with. So, David, please introduce us to today's topic. Uh, are comedians the rock stars of the 21st century? No. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, well, 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 yeah, no, but please tell us a bit more. Where yeah. did that idea come from? And what do you mean by are comedians the rock stars of 21st century? Aren't rock stars the rock stars of 21st century? Yes, of course. Rock stars are still rock stars. What I mean by rock stars are people who are admired and seem to have like the rock star life and sort of thing. You know, wild, crazy, or, you know, the people who people scream or look at on the street and like want to get their autographs and chase after like more so than in the past that's are, what i'm referring to are comedians celebrities in a way yeah but they've become kind of like that next level celebrity you know what i mean like uh not just the performer that you see oh yeah i recognize them like you know but someone who people go oh my god oh my god oh my god look who it is oh my god you're not gonna believe it you're gonna believe it. Oh, don't look don't look don't look he's looking at us oh my god should i go and get an autograph no, i'm too shy that one. So, okay, so you would say that a rock star is a person that immediately attracts recognition and attention from unsuspecting masses. Sort of, yeah, yeah. And, 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 they, and they bring out like this kind of this emotion, like this uncontrollable sort of like, oh my God, oh my God sort of thing. Like, you know, it's like, come on, it's just a person. But they do that. Like when you see, yeah, when musicians and rock stars in particular, you know, that whole like, oh my God, that's that person. It's that bring out that, it makes you all like heart palpitating sort of thing. And, you know, like nervousness. It makes people break out into sweats and not be able to speak properly. All right. So let's start. I see what you mean. Let's start then by just naming a couple of, I would say, internationally, globally, most famous comics. And mm-hmm. then we can take them as an example and as a template for comparison with the rock star effect mm-hmm. and, and the level of fame that you mentioned. So what would be some, let's say, name three top comedians in the world? Ooh, top three at the moment, uh, Kevin Hart would All right. be there. Of course, you've got Bill Burr, Jim Gaffigan, but then I could also go into Jerry Seinfeld. He's still up there. He still elicits a lot of people like excited to see him maybe a bit more calmer than they used to but still i would say some people would get nervous and stuff but i would say you're kevin hart for sure uh yeah bill burr Jimmy recently Gaffigan. with a big comeback and again like uh Ooh, dave chappelle dave Jesus. chappelle yeah now yeah. nah, he's yeah yeah rocking the boat yeah yeah who else? I would say that uh, if we look at the modern current generation, Ricky Gervais, yes. Jimmy Carr. Yes. And if we look at some comedians from like decades before, right? Mm. Uh, we cannot skip people like George Carlin. Yeah, Richard right? Pryor. Richard Pryor. Billy Connolly. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So but Eddie Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Oh, yes, Eddie Murphy. Uh, and then you're kind of going towards more modern, like your Eddie Izzards, your Chris Rocks, things like that. Chris Rock also, you know, could probably, I would say maybe one of the first, I know I'd say Eddie Murphy was starting to be like the first proper rock star of uh, of comedy. I think it was beginning kind of with the Eddie Murphy sort of stuff. But I think maybe, maybe it's to do with more the attitude sort of thing and the leather jackets and stuff. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think when you say rock star, you're actually imagining kind of 
60s, 70s rock stars rather than today's rock stars. True. Because today's kind of, let's say, not even rock stars, because rock is not so big as it was then, mm. but let's say... Hip-hop stars? Pop stars, er, okay. music stars, yeah. right? Yeah. And if we look at some biggest music stars of today, like, uh, let's say, Ed Sheeran yeah. or Justin Bieber yeah. or, yeah. Yeah. I don't yes. know, someone like Cardi B or whoever, like people that have... Megan Thee Stallion. Rihanna... Beyonce and so on, Taylor Swift. They don't, they don't really live the rock star lives, though, do they? Like the, the rock stars of the 60s and 70s did. Yeah, well, Bieber did for a little while. There was his stupid monkey and Anne Frank comments. Yeah, but he, he was, was like idiot. 17. And yeah, exactly. I mean, but, no, like, but this is this is what I mean. Like, this is a good example. Like, you know, the rock star, but like the Beatles basically saying, we're bigger than Jesus, you know, that sort of comment. That's only only Kanye West thinks that nowadays. <laughs> well, no, but that's exactly it. It's those controversial. Yeah, Kanye West does that. You know, Justin Bieber made that you know, insensitive Anne Frank comment. But we all just go, oh, they're just... It's what rock stars do. They, they occasionally say something controversial. They do something stupid. Or they'll get themselves in trouble because of drugs or having sex in a hotel with like a bunch of people or some shit. And now comedians seem to be doing a lot of this stuff. Like Dave Chappelle is kind of, you know, he gets into hot water and then he's just like, well, fuck it, you know, because he's sort of like, you can't touch me. Like, you know, screw you. I don't give a fuck what you think, which is a very rock star sort of attitude. And especially now with the whole in, you know, um, in inverted commas, like the, uh, cancel culture and stuff like that you know some comedians are rebelling against cancel culture or whatever you want to call it or what they perceive to be cancel culture and it's kind of they're kind of creating that kind of rock star antithesis sort of thing well i would say that first of all yeah i think the even the music industry and the whole world the whole like kind of all celebrities and famous people became more tamed yeah right because and i guess it's like rock stars who were the like ones thumbing it I guess rock stars in the 70s would literally like come trash the whole hotel, yeah. throw like TVs and beds through the window, That's the who. like jump off the balconies and stuff. And then, you know, just that was the who the as well. Yeah. Next day, just Rolling go stars. and do another, another concert. Yeah. Right. But nowadays, like I can't imagine Ed Sheeran or Taylor Swift, like trashing the room and throwing a TV out of the window. Yeah. So that's one, one thing. <laughs> I even, wish they would. Even I'm, Kanye would you West. Would like to see that? No. I would love to see I mean, like, I would Taylor love- Swift grabbing a TV, throwing it out, and you know, Ed Sheeran like in the balcony next to it, like just egging her on, going, Yeah, you go go. Yeah, but now TVs are so like thin and kind of weightless. Well then throw you know? it like a freaking frisbee. Throw, she could turn it into a song, like you know, throw into a frisbee. Da, 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 throw da, da. a whole fridge off. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say that even the biggest, let's say, craziest pop stars, rock stars, whatever, rap stars nowadays, like Kanye West or something like this, right? Yeah. They would still be Justin Bieber. Even if they did something like that, it would be in all the media and they would be canceled yeah. nowadays. They would be like, oh, they, they didn't think about security at all. They could have killed someone. This is an appropriate way to behave. Mm. So I would say that all stars, right, have been quite tamed and, and calm and nice lately. So Possibly, yeah. So I think in comparison to them, to modern rock stars, yeah. comedians might actually be a bit on the, you know, like on the wild side. Rebellious. And have that, yeah, sharper edge to them. Leather because, jackets on yeah, stage. On stage. I, I, I admit it, I've... I've done it once or twice. I've worn the leather jacket on stage. I've gone there, you know. I've I've been the rebel. I don't I've even, been the guy who's you know breaking the system and you know. Just, I don't just I don't even it. own a leather jacket. That's how rock star I am. I'm more cardigans for you. I'm cardigans more, I'm more, more the Beatles sweater kind of vest. Rock star. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna me, get up with a sweater vest. Give me, mm. give, give me give me a nice pullover, uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing is... That sounds like a sex move. Give me a pullover. (laughs) Jesus. And turtleneck doesn't. So, yeah, I think if we look at kind of... I think there was an attempt 
of comedians becoming more classic celebrities in terms of like they are the trendsetters they are the ones that bring in the fashion that bring in the opinions that you know get people's attention that take yeah. selfies and post like crazy stuff on their social media and stuff like this and i would say that there was an attempt especially with this kind of american netflix generation comics like amy schumer mm -hmm. like uh, anthony jeselnik yeah. with uh Whitney Cummings. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not kind of shy, awkward, geeky, introverted. I just wear black t-shirt and, and jeans kind of comedians. Yeah. They they dress flashy. They're there yeah. to impress. They are loud. They are vocal about their opinions. They create like all this. They have a following, right? They have a yeah. their own follow fan base and things like this. And I think that there was an attempt mm. of creating this kind of idea that comedians are actual like trendsetters celebrities and so on but i don't think that it worked well i don't know it's weird because now that you're mentioning this i'm thinking of more comedians like I'm th i was thinking just now of andrew dice clay he had the leather jacket like i'm a cool guy sort of thing like but very 1960 sort of like fonzie from the happy days leather jacket wearing if you know what the happy days are like you know uh italian background with the uh, you know into motorcycles and stuff like that that's a kind of thing or or whatever you know that was andrew dice clay's kind of like image you know sort of like you know i'm just the boy from new jersey sort of thing um but then afterwards i was just thinking of russell brand for example you know with the with the rock star hair and even literally he was like man but also another thing was the fact that russell brand when i thought about him was him uh, dating Katy Perry. And then you've got Pete Davidson now who's gone out with Ariana Grande and now gone out with some other celebrity woman. And it's like these people, now these famous women are dating, like are dating comedians. So in a way, it's like, it's actually not, like before you would never hear of a comedian like, you know, or any comedian ever dating a celebrity but person. But that's just, that's just rock star by association. But then, no, isn't no, it? what I'm saying is because they have a certain image now, now comedian has become a bit of a rock star status. It's not embarrassing to have one on your arm. Like in the past, it would have been like if someone like Demi Moore or whatever, you know, some celebrity female was dating a comedian, it would stand a comedian, it'd be like, oh, really? It'd be like, oh, step down. But now these women can date a comedian. And actually, someone's like, oh, I like dating a funny guy, you know, that sort of stuff. And it's actually, uh, kudos they actually proudly will have them on the arm not like oh put him behind me or you know only come around through the back entrance while wearing a trench coat and dark sunglasses and a fedora like, well i've just recently started re-watching seinfeld and it's uh, amazing to see which was based kind of on his life not really but yeah. it's based on his life it's not real stories but yeah he's in his let's say 30s mm -hmm. and he's fairly successful even at the beginning of the first season like he's a touring comic and stuff yeah. but he's still really kind of striking out with women and so on like he's not in demand yeah. as like an alpha man like bruce because, willis or something yeah, would be in the if, 90s if he was playing it that way it wouldn't be believable in the 90s he'd be like oh fuck off you are not dating models oh fuck off you're not dating an actress i'll get like, like if, and when they do if they do that sort of episode it'd be like this kind of weird thing and and him having to deal with the fact that she's famous and he's not you know that he's not as big as she is that she gets recognized in the street he doesn't you know what i mean and, and that's just it but now things have started to change where Comedians are can be recognized on the street. Like, you know, Kevin Hart would not be able to go into a normal shopping center and buy jeans. He'd get flogged. Because he has to go to the kids' shopping center. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the thing is, I think that now why it's happening that more comics are dating other celebs is maybe not due to the fact that they are 
as famous as the other celebs, but I think it's more due to the fact that they actually cross each other's paths and stuff because there are many events and basically places where, I don't know, MTV Music Awards, where a person like Russell Brand can meet a person like Katy Perry, right? Which 30, 40 years ago, there was no place for a stand-up comic to hang out with uh, Marilyn Monroe. Right. They just like I mean, there was probably in some like basement of a jazz club in Chicago or something like this. But I mean, I think nowadays there is a platform for all people to kind of mingle and meet and, and hang out. Doesn't matter which which community from. And you would see, for example, on the TV series uh, Dave mm-hmm. by Lil Dicky, who is a rapper and kind of turned actor and writer and whatever but he's also what he cons- what he calls himself like stand-up rap is his like genre it's like funny rap right? right so he you would see here there examples of him dating like super high profile celebrities or being friends with them like even justin bieber and so on so even coming from a different genre of music or industry and so on you can still he's friends with kardashians and stuff like this because nowadays it's kind of hollywood and they all like bleed over to to each other's genres but i really i think the question is first of all let's let's start with fame then we'll talk about uh, personality and let's start with fame so we named some famous comics over the years like we named five seven ten maybe yeah do you think that if you mentioned and let's not talk about you know people that are 16 years old into mtv music of course they would know who Justin Bieber is and stuff like this and people people who are really into stand-up like us who are over I don't know 40 50 would know who Richard Pryor is obviously Mm. but let's take a random sample do you think that out of I don't know like 100 random people around the world how many people would know who Beyonce is oh most of them I would say how many people would know who mm, Bill Burr is no a lot less so I think it's still not because I know at our shows here in Moscow there are some comics who have jokes referencing other famous comedians, right? So they say stuff like, yeah. by the way, so if you've seen Louis C.K.'s latest special, or by the way, if if you remember, I don't know, George Carlin's uh, Seven Dirty Words or whatever it's called, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, so clap if you know who George Carlin is. It's going to be out of 50 people, five. Clap yeah. if you know who Louis C.K. is, out of 10 people, out of 50 people, 10. But they're yeah. still stand up. They're at a stand up show. Yeah. So I'm thinking if we take a generic sample out of 100 people on the street, no one's going to know who Bill Burr or Kevin Hart is. When they see him in the movie, they'll be like, oh, it's the the funny, funny little guy from uh, from that other movie. But mm-hmm. they won't be like, yeah, I know it's Kevin Hart, the famous stand up comedian that sold out like Madison Square Garden three evenings in a row. No, but this is not my point. I'm not talking international because if you take, for example, a small town, let's say the one that I went to university and something like that, 250,000 people, right? The rock star effect doesn't mean you actually have to be famous. It's just an effect. It's it's just uh, like the, the 21st century in the sense of you can be a local band who, you know, you have the stereotype of the, the, the people like they're in their 20s or whatever or 19, 20, 21, whatever. They form a local band. They play. And why do they form a band? Because they want to get laid. This is how Kiss literally got started playing in, I think, New Jersey or whatever. It was just a bunch of guys who well, wanted to have wanna the get, If you want to get laid, it's best to start with a Kiss, yeah. Yeah, and with consent. But the thing is that like so th- these bands – 
no one knows who the hell they are outside. A majority of people on the street in New Jersey wouldn't know who the hell they are. It's only amongst, but it's the rock star sort of image. It's that lifestyle. It's that kind of thing. And people want to get with it. It's because they have that image. They have that thing. Same thing where you were saying about Bill Burr, for example, or Kevin Hart or anything like that. Yeah, people are not going to know who they are if you go around the world. Of course, no one in Thailand knows who the fuck Kevin Hart is. But the point is that if you're a little, like, stand-up comedian, I bet you, like, 20 years ago, let's say 50 years ago in the 80s or whatever, if you had said, I'm a stand-up comedian, people would have just gone, oh, that's nice, you know, whatever. Here, you can now notice that even here in Moscow, if you say to someone, oh, I do stand-up comedy, they go, oh, wow. And their eyes pop open, like you've just said that I play lead guitar in a band almost. Not quite. I'm not saying it's quite there. But it is that sort of reaction. It's not about how much fame the actual person has, more about the image that it has and the, the perception of it. Well, I can tell you that, well, first of all, if we look at, again, rock stars and the definition, what is a rock star? Mm. You can be locally famous, you know, if you're some kind of indie rock band from a 20,000 people city, you can be famous, you can be called my grandmother's left sock and be famous there. And oh, I love uh, when you music. play, it's, when you, it's great stuff. Yeah, when you play your local cultural center, yeah. right? You can get all the 19 year old student girls go crazy about you, but yeah. I wouldn't say you're a rock star. It's no, a very it's still different- that, but, they're the, but you would say it's the rock star kind of effect, like they're the rock stars, like musicians, yeah, they're the rock stars. What I'm saying is that sort of thing where people are attracted to you, people want to be with you, people are like, oh, you are awesome. And that sort of thing. That was where my perception, because I was slightly, you know, it's that sort of thing where you kind of, you hear about, I remember Christopher Titus, he was making, uh, I think he's Love is Evil special, and he's talking about his divorce and things like that. And at one point, he mentions that he never cheated on his ex-wife, uh, and he goes, and I could have had many a chuckle slut, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, what? What is he talking about? And what he's referring to is that there are many women groupies of comedians, like women who want to have sex with a comedian. And it's just like, I thought, Where? what? I don't know. Apparently, they exist in America or something. Like, the, there's actually like a yeah. The, there's women who who do that, and I was like, really? Oh, that's kind of rock starish. Like, as in, you know, that sort of people willing and that that excessive emotion where you're just like, oh, wait, why? And this is what I'm referring to, and, and I'm not referring just about getting laid, but I mean, I'm, what I'm talking about is that. Yeah. All right. So you mean not like global fame and recognition? You mean like the effect? Yeah. As it well, on the other hand, I would say that. If you tell to someone here in Moscow, if I tell someone that I'm a stand-up comedian and it gets that like, wow, and the little kind of, mm. you know, pop, pop or in, in the eye. Yeah, in their own, like, you know, and they're quite impressed and so on. I wouldn't say it comes from respect. I would say it comes from novelty. You know, because Possibly, yeah. so it's not like, you know, if I said, oh, I'm a lead singer in a band they would be like wow that's amazing and i go like i'm a stand-up comedian they're like wow really that's amazing (laughs) why would you do that to yourself i mean like kind of really well because it's so unusual and so rare and you know there are not many and and so on and so on Mm. there are many like guitarists and drummers but then there are not many comics so i think that it's just a novelty thing rather than maybe oh i'm i respect what you do and that's super impressive and good on you you know so but i would say at the same time russian stand-up Mm-hmm. has that rock star it's at the moment on that rock star or not kind of cusp yeah because mm-hmm. basically 
the most famous comics, I would say, and not, maybe not the most famous in terms of, again, ones that are on TV and that are popular with everyone, younger people, older people, and so on, but especially the ones that are popular with younger people only, like yeah. people under 25, 30, they have that rock star effect. Like, for example, and uh, one of our resident comics and my friend Oleg Denisa, right, he has this joke about the audience of one of those comics, which is also our friend, and we performed with him numerous times, and uh, I've, I've performed with him as well, who is a Russian comic, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he used to do like small venues, open mics, English shows as well. He did a Spanish show with you guys ah. as well. But then he got like super popular very quickly after being featured on several kind of prominent YouTube channels and projects and TV and so on. Right, and yeah. his fame got instant overnight yeah but his audience is fangirls that's like if he sells 100 tickets 20 of them are people who love stand-up 80 of them are fangirls who are just just fangirling right so basically he uh, and oleg talks about one of the shows he had at our club when he had his show uh right and he says maybe it's a 40 minute set Mm-hmm. And at the mark, like 10, 15, 15 minutes in, he says, yeah, so uh, my girlfriend and I, and you can hear this like old room full of like girls who just came to see him because it's him go like, ah, okay, can we go now? <laughs> you know, like I've, I, 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 I didn't know you were dating, you know, so that kind of, that kind I of stuff. you were saving yourself for me. Yeah, but it's, you know, there's always a hope, I guess. Yeah. But, but that kind of stuff, I think there is, there is some level to it in Russian stand-up here in Russia. Because but this is what I'm saying. I don't think it's exclusively a Russian. I think it has happened everywhere around the world. I think maybe comedy has become slowly, as we were saying at the very beginning, the more the more rock star sort of level where where before in the past, no celebrity person like, you know, big pop star would be caught dead with a comedian on their arm. It would be like a weird sort of thing. People, and the thing is the the magazines would not root for them. They'd be sitting there going, oh, she's with the comedian at the moment. <laughs> well, hopefully she'll find someone better soon. Like, you know, it's obviously just the fling. She must have been still getting over her breakup from the other, you know, musician who she was dating for a while, the actor or whatever. But now it's like with Russell Brand, with Pete Davidson, stuff like that, where dating a comedian is actually a cool thing. Like, as in, it's something that you wouldn't, you're not ashamed of. You're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a pop singer and, He's a com- he's a stand-up comic, or he's or on she. SNL. It was exactly, yeah. Yeah, but I would say that it's. I, I think it's a product of the industry rather than kind of natural state of things because it happens here now in Russia because many of those comics are actually signed to labels that promote mostly like let's say music hip-hop in particular and so on and they have recently started promoting stand-up and stand-up comics as well yeah and that's kind of the way they do things they hype things up they promote it to younger generations and so on in america i would say it's a result of the kind of hollywood industry and and the tabloid industry and so on because comics are now seen as the part of that layer of society as well like the, the hollywood clique right and that's why i think uh, the tabloid would report equally on kardashians and on let's say someone from snl right p davidson or whoever but i think it's it's very market specific because for example british comics except russell brand who always had his own brand (laughs) which is that kind of you know playboy 
eloquent, cool guy, rock star, whatever. And maybe people like No Fielding, who also like toured with the Mighty Bush, and he's like the you know the the goth crow kind of person. There mm-hmm. are several, let's say, rock stars comics. But in general, I think the whole circuit is basically more kind of. I would say people look at them as same as TV personalities, you know, like yeah. like some kind of anchorman or news reporters or journalists or something. More like this rather than, you know, kind of the rock stars. Uh-huh. More like this is a person from TV. You know, this is a person from TV rather than this is a person that gets women throw their bras when they perform live, like from festivals, from parties, from raves and so on. I think they see them more as TV personalities. Well, and I think that's a big point. I think that's a very good point that you're making. And I think it's because after especially Seinfeld, who had a huge TV series, you know, major successful. He's a multimillionaire now based on this. Still is. He still rakes in so much money from syndication that all of a sudden I think one of the big differences is before to be a successful stand-up comic, you had to tour a lot and it was basically only on touring. If you were lucky, you might got have might have gotten a little TV program like a documentary. I remember Billy Connolly doing like, you know, Billy Connolly in Australia. And it was like a six-episode thing that they showed on TV. Billy Connolly in New Zealand, Billy Connolly in South Africa. The thing was it was it was not like a, a big riches sort of thing. That's why I think stand-up comedy in the past, I, I disagree. I think even in Hollywood times, you know, in the old times, comedians were always in the mix. It was all the entertainers together. The core chorus dancers, things like that. But they were just like the chorus dancers, you know, someone that a celebrity would probably shag off to the side and, you know, not reveal to the public, you know, it's just a fling or whatever. Same thing with comedians. The difference is since Seinfeld, it has actually become a, a stepping stone in a way or one way of becoming a millionaire. Like you can actually become a millionaire now as a stand-up comic, like Kevin Hart has done it, not just through his movies, but through doing actual shows like they can charge tickets they sell at Medicine Square Garden and they make a fortune um, just like a musician can when they sell up stadiums like it's I think the money that you can make from it has increased out of that because of that there's people have more respect for it or people see it as a viable thing or rather rather than uh, a lost cause like oh you're doing stand-up like Jesus why waste your time on that you never yeah you must really love it because why else would you do it but here now it was like the other day I was remember I was watching a TV series and it was a comedy TV series but every third person that popped up I was like that's a stand-up comedian that's a stand-up comedian oh that person they're a stand-up comedian not big but minor leagues but still a stand-up well known enough like but they've done some stand-up but now they do some acting as well a lot of them getting into acting and I've even been asked like when people go oh you do stand-up oh do you hope that maybe one day you're going to get into acting or, you know, you're going to write a TV series. Like, there's always that, so what's your next step where you are going to start making money? Yeah, sort but of I think this is the kind of the effect of industries merging and overlapping and the, let's say the Hollywood being an in mass, mass-produced industry that mass-produces, let's say, just celebrities. Because two, I would say, most maybe bankable movie stars nowadays, and they quite often star together as well, are a wrestler and a stand-up comic, right? Yeah. yeah. Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. yeah. That's they 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 don't have they're not like theater actors. They don't have they've never went to academy. They never have they just, you know, popular guys yeah. who are now constantly in uh, high high budget mm-hmm. Hollywood movies, right? And then we have people like Jim Gaffigan, who's been a part of the stand-up circuit for ages and ages and ages, and he has tons and tons and tons of movie credits, but he's Bit always parts. just you know 
a friend of a guy that works in the same office as the main guy yeah, or yeah. like he's the delivery guy of the i don't know something something you know it's yeah. always like some kind of small role where he's obviously he's doing acting but he's not he has movies where he's the main the, the star right of the mm -hmm. but it's not huge hollywood blockbusters then we have people like jack whitehall who recently was in the jungle cruise for example huge budget movie with dwayne johnson uh -huh. and emily blunt who are actual proper movie stars yeah. not rock stars but movie stars and then we have jack whitehall who just plays a brother of the of the main star right yeah. so they are getting cast and they're getting more exposure and i would say recognition and yeah and approval of oh you're not just a stand-up comic you can do other stuff you can do them well and so on but i think it depends kind of on i think in the states it's more like they're more rock stars because yeah. they they live similar lives they tour they perform live they go like city to city they do big stadiums yeah. and stuff like this which is more similar to what rock stars do here in russia for example comedians <laughs> function mostly through content through yeah. youtube through TV. social media and stuff like this yeah which is again a way that younger people now consume content and information uh -huh, yeah. and that's why in that regard they're similar to rap stars to something like this that also does the same thing i would say for example in the uk i think comics are less rock stars more tv personalities because that's where yes. you would see them you would see them quiz shows, on those quiz panel shows, shows panel shows hosting mm -hmm. other stuff participating in other stuff in even like kind of celebrity special episodes of bake off and stuff like this you would see them mostly on tv actually rather than you know in a movie or something in a movie or packing a stadium yeah. you could see them at edinburgh but also not it's not a stadium it's a they, 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 they pack out theaters instead it's closer to like theater art and stuff like that yeah but the thing is now you were saying before about how like these companies like in russia they're the same ones that promote the the rap and the music and and things like that are now starting to promote like stand-up comedy and things like that and you were also talking about the same thing in america similarish but i'm saying what came first because i think the reason why they're promoting it is because the zeitgeist the 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 thing in the people they're getting more into comedy it's becoming a bigger thing they're being treated more like rock stars and eventually yeah it's sort of like a circular motion you know but i think it starts with people started getting more into it and i think because of that whole you know the the celebrity datings and, and all that sort of jazz like and them filling out stadiums that that started picking up so then that's when you know companies of course it's business what's the next big thing holy shit stand-up comedy is actually becoming a multi-million dollar industry like not just a, a weekend gig in a pub thing but it's now becoming an industry it's becoming you know a money maker damn of course agents are going to start jumping in and really representing and like representing them like rock stars now it's no longer just the agent who says oh i can get you into this theater or into these pubs i can do you know a road trip tour across america it's now like all right we now get the same agents and the same promoters who do the musicians because they're like well, you need stadiums we can get you to pack stadiums like i think it's they're building on something that they see already that's there no of course there is this supply and demand kind mm. of thing and uh industry leaders and agents and producers and so on would hop on that on that opportunity right and on that bandwagon and use the chance to promote the comics and earn off comics and then which then provides a platform and a possibility for comics to go higher in terms of earnings exposure popularity fame and all those kind of things but i still think that comedians essentially if we talk about let's say personality or yeah. character and so on i would say that most comics 
and maybe except those, for example, there was a generation of Netflix, American Netflix comics that mm. I mentioned, such as Jesselnik or Cummings or Schumer or even Mulaney and so on, which are, let's say, kind of rock stars or whatever. And I would say they're all kind of also extroverts and just like fun people and, you know, this yeah. kind of like silly, goofy, outgoing, cool young people, right? But I think... If I look at kind of comics that we have here, comics I've met while performing in other cities, in other countries, and even kind of comics that are on Netflix and kind of famous and have some platform, I would say that most of them are just weird, awkward, geeks, nerds, introverts. Okay, insight. So I'm so so are most musicians. I mean, if you look at a guitar player, the difference between, for example, a geek and a guitar player is just the guitar player is a geek about music about if you talk to someone when you listen to someone like slash or jimmy page oh my god you listen to jimmy page in an interview talking about guitars he's a 14 year old boy geek he's an absolute geek when it comes to music there's part where it showed i'm seeing him sitting in a room with a little vinyl record player playing his little vinyl records of bb king or jack johnson and literally like clicking his fingers like a 14 year old boy he's just hearing blues for the first time which is amazing because a guy that age is still that in love with music and guitar playing and blues and stuff but the way he sits there giggling, you're just like, dude, you're a geek. You're not cool. You're not a rock star. You're a geek. But he is a rock star. You know, he was the strutting the stage. That's the word I was looking for before. Strutting. He was he strutted the stage and he owned it and he was had so much confidence. And yet, when you see him there in the room, you're like, you're just a liar. Shenanigans. You're all, you're just a geek. And that's what musicians are too. They're just awkward people, but they just found something that made them popular. And that's what I'm saying is in a way, stand-up comedy has become another one of those things. Like, you know, before it was playing the guitar and playing rock music. Now doing jokes on stage is the way that a geek or someone could actually end up making themselves popular and, and cool all of a sudden. It's it's freaking cool to be a stand-up What the hell? What? When did that happen? Why? Huh? Yeah. Well, I would say that, yeah, in terms of, I think mostly in bands, for example, there is this problem that, uh, not problem, but there is a situation where, let's say, drummer, bass player, guitar mm -hmm. player, and so on, they can be all kind of geeks about their thing and introverts and so on. The frontman usually is the one that's, you know, more easygoing, more extroverted and so on, yeah. and and more kind of, you know, cool and, and flashy and things like this. With stand-up, it's just you. So you don't have the chance to hide behind someone. And even sometimes in music, for example, I went to the concert of Ed Sheeran, and he's like the prime example of a super kind of awkward sorry, sorry. intro. Can, can you start that sentence again? He's the prime example. No, no, the, the sentence before? That I went to a concert of Ed Sheeran? Yeah. 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 I'm a huge fan. Really? It's great. Yeah. Oh. Shout out to my boy, Ed. Okay. Anyways. I'm sorry, audience. I did not know this about him. Uh, I don't know if I would have agreed to have done this podcast if I had known that he was an Ed Sheeran fan. Uh, how big would you say Ed Sheeran? One to ten. One to ten. This might be the last episode of this podcast, people. <laughs> I, I loved his old like demo stuff a lot a lot before he got signed then the first two albums i think were really good but he was trying to find himself recent stuff i don't really enjoy because it's just pop for like radio play so i can't say that i that i'm a you know still a full-pledged fan but i really like especially his story of how he kind of taught himself a bunch of stuff came from like busking on the street to huh. selling out stadiums around the world etc anyways i was on his concert and him being like one introverted guy with a small guitar 
and performing at uh, 80,000 people stadium mm -hmm. on a huge stage with huge like screens and stuff, it really felt out of place because it felt like it should be one man, his guitar and a hundred people room, mm. not an 80,000 people stadium, right? And I feel like stand-up is in many in many cases the same thing because ah, yeah. we have that one kind of person who is mostly looking at the floor, telling his silly, silly little jokes, uh, so on. And you know, that it should be, I can't see it as a as a huge kind of state. That's why Kevin Hart or Russell Peters and so on they can do a huge stadium and sell it out. But it's also due to their charisma and stage experience and actor yeah. uh, skill, acting skill, and so on. But yeah, so I I understand the the point that uh, you can be a geek little nerdy introvert and that can become cool and yeah. i think that's slowly happening with stand-up i mean you can it depends on your style jimmy carr is this kind of posh you know posh arrogant well dick. well dressed yeah arrogant dick who uses just dirty one-liners and stuff but he's still like he's super huge and he's you know yeah. but on, on the other hand i mean if he if jimmy carr walks through red square of moscow i'm not sure anyone would recognize him and I if, think someone would, but I mean, that, but my point is not about that. It's like, it, I mean, a rock star, you can be a rock star of a small area. You can be international rock star. That, that's why there's different mm -hmm, words, you know, yeah. international rock star, meaning that, that no matter where you walk in the world, people are going to recognize you. Yeah. Madonna, international rock star. Beyonce, international rock star. Michael Jackson, international rock star, pop star, whatever you want to call it. Right. But they're international. Okay. Then you have your local, you know, bands. Like if I tell you about um, the Cat Empire. Now in Australia, huge. Uh, outside of Australia, a little bit. I've heard the Cat Empire played in clubs here. I was surprised. But you know, some people know them. They play around the world, but they're not international, international, but they're locally famous, you know, that sort of thing. And they would still get that treatment, the rock star treatment. And what I'm saying is with stand-up comedians, I think they're starting to get this rock star treatment, whether it's a local rock star treatment, which means people want to buy you a drink or something like that. Uh, I've had that happen where people wanted to buy me a drink and I just thought, what? what? Uh, okay, thanks. Don't say no, you know. Sure, I, I woke up unconscious in an alley, um, then conscious and without pants, but you know, whatever. It was it was a how, free drink. How are your kidneys? Still in place? Yes, both, all three of them. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, they so, added one. Yeah. Ironically, they yeah. were like, this man needs a kidney. Yeah, yeah, after the amount that I was drinking, obviously, you know, it was a good Samaritan. Uh, I think that was just a Russian hospital you just described. <laughs> yeah. I, I went in for an appendectomy, this got man three needs, kidneys out of it. This man needs a kidney transplant. <laughs> Give him one. <laughs> we take one from Kat. <laughs> Give it to him. <laughs> I, think, I think a kidney from a pig actually would work. Yeah. Apparently. But anyways, but the thing is, like, I think comedians are kind of getting this rock star status. Like, it's becoming more and more respectful. And I think when we covered this a little bit in art, craft, or arts, uh, you know, we were saying how it's becoming more accepted as a form of art. Like in the past, it wasn't. It was just plain entertainment, whatever. But it's like, well, you know, just like music has become, well, has always been an art form. But you know, even rock and rap is, you know, rap is seen as a type of art now. Can be seen in that way. Same with stand-up comedy. Like, you know, these things slowly develop and i think the same thing is happening with stand-up it's becoming slowly it's becoming rock star sort of i think the closest we've felt to this is basically when we perform and after the show people ask either to buy us a drink or to hang out with us or to take a photo yeah and i remember some shows when we did shows in different cities and different countries and so on people would legit like kind of stay and stand in line to take a photo with us on stage which really makes you feel like oh i'm so cool i'm such a big, big <laughs> the star first time so i did on. resign yeah but that's that's i think 
they literally leave that place post it on their instagram story and then delete that photo (laughs) it's not something you would keep and cherish forever as as i would if i had a photo with i don't know bruce willis or something yeah but we do get to experience that small taste of yeah of star power right uh one final question before we wrap this episode up who would you say is the biggest rock star in stand-up if you had to choose one which stand-up comic right now dave chappelle came closest to the to the rock star status dave chappelle oh as in of all time or you're talking about at the moment of all time Ooh, rock star stat that's tough dave chappelle's still up there for sure uh i would say also ooh, chris rock mm-hmm. chris rock um russell brand mm-hmm. those guys i think and they all kind of have that like you know leather wearing sort of like fuck the system i'm going to tell you the truth dropping the truth bombs sort of style talk, comedians yeah even we- bill hicks like in the early days like post uh, posthumously rock star posthumous rock star at the time not so much but still very respected um those who managed to catch him or get into him while he was still alive were like wow but he was like kind of like your kurt cobain's you know what i mean like one of those like people appreciated him more after the death and they went oh crap he was really really damn good that was some interesting stuff i think those truth bombs like george collins and stuff but i would say proper rock star Russell Brand, Chris Rock, and Dave Chappelle. And to a lesser extent, less the rock star attitude style, but still a little bit. Ricky Gervais, actually. He doesn't wear the leather, but he's sort of like... He's a, he's a bad boy of, of comedy. Yeah, he's, he's a like, bad he, boy of comedy. He, he, says, but, he says what he wants. But in he a hoodie he and comfortable pants. He's yeah. like, he's, I am not going to dress in that leather shit. because that's old, hot. old bad yeah. boy. But yeah. I would say there is one comic that I would say is most let's say resembles a rock star the most in in the way that he dresses like the mm-hmm. leather and stuff as you said he does crazy stuff he has crazy experiences and stories he's drunk all the time i mean not anymore but and so on which is jim jeffries oh, i would say he's the closest yeah. to a rock star because the way he lived his life the way he you know like he's that yeah. kind of 70s rock star right kind of right, right. shows up to a gig drunk uh forgets something breaks something gets punched in the face on stage yeah uh wears that leather talks about stuff like you know criticizes everyone shits on everything yep. and just basically has amazing kind of crazy stories that happened to him while he was on drugs while yeah. this and that so i would say that his lifestyle maybe is the closest to the the rock star persona shit there's another comedian i totally forgot his name now but he was in that direction he was like the but he would have been like the gritty one like the iggy pop style like not mainstream popular what's his name he wasn't jim jeffrey but it had jeff jeff burns Jim Burns, something like that. He was this, I think he's still performing these days, but he was the one who, there was video clips of him basically yelling at a woman in the audience, basically saying how she had her boyfriend under the thumb and it was this, it was really awkward. It was very like, oh my God. And he's like telling her off basically that she was this woman who was manipulating her guy and it was just like horrible. And then later on, I think it came to be that it was all planned or something. And it was like, wait, what? what you got you were doing that it was part of an act it was part of a show and he was being this obnoxious jerk on purpose so he was like very strange anyway i can't remember his name god jim burns is that his name shit we'll we'll, we'll google after the after the recording and you can do the same and find out who that was yeah anyway but yeah i can see what you mean yeah the jim jeffrey sort of like but he's he's the rolling stones after they've got off the drugs and everything (laughs) that's him now he's off the drugs he's He's now clean. It's like, but he still tells the stories of, man, 
when I was at my, you know, my peak of like wackydom, of rockstardom, this is the shit I was doing. So I was shitting my pants in the middle of a club while getting a blowjob. You're like, what the fuck? Jim. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, I think that wraps it up for yeah. this moment. So uh, final final question then. So are comedians the rock stars of the 21st century, the new rock stars of the 21st century? What do you say? I would say it depends on where. Mm-hmm. Locally, maybe yes, and not all of them, but some of them. So in their local community or on their like national level and so mm-hmm. on, potentially yes. Globally, I don't think so. I don't think any stand-up comic has that star power yet to you know enter any room and people are going to be like, oh my God, Beyonce. You know, no one's going to be like, oh my God, Jimmy Carr. Maybe, of course, like in Britain and Dave stuff, Chappelle. but... Uh, even Dave Chappelle, I think, if, he, if, he, if they walked through the center of Moscow, they would get recognized, but people would be like, is it? Nah, probably not. Mm. Uh, anyways, so I think, but I think there is a potential of that happening, especially with the industry yeah. and with specific like labels, producers, etc. Netflix and things like this, pushing mm. more stand-up, giving more airtime, giving more like money into this. I think there is a potential of stand-up comedians in some period of time becoming the real celebs, the real kind of worldwide known, famous, global superstars. All right. For me, I'm going to say it's starting like you. Uh, I'm going to agree. Uh, it's starting. I think we are seeing examples of it. I think I think Chris Rock would be recognized. It might take a little bit, but eventually once the ball starts rolling and people start rushing up getting his autograph, others would be like, who is that? Then they start kind of thinking about it and go, oh my God, I think I recognize that guy and then figure it out. I think it's getting there. The only difference is, the only thing I would say is that it just depends on where it's going to go. Is it going to continue and become more rock star or is it going to be oversaturated at the end? Because now when you look at Netflix, there are so many people. I think that's a topic we can use in a different time where we can discuss whether there is an oversaturation of comedy and is that going to kill comedy? Is it going to stop us from reaching that rock star potential and making the moolah or is it just going to help? You know, is it going to create more of that comp- competition and competitiveness like we discussed in uh, another episode about community versus competitiveness? We need, to, we need to take some of these comics out ASAP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a Netflix special. All right, so thank you very much for joining me. Uh, I've been David Munoz. And I'm Igor Monday. Don't forget to like us, follow us, subscribe to us on all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or Podbean, or any other app or instrument you might be using to uh, to listen to this. Also rate us, leave a like, and leave a comment if you have any questions, any feedback, or any topic you would like to hear us discuss. Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye. Ciao.